0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
1: Stand up, I'm talking about Texas. Tall. And for the he time, this bloody queen said her daddy was mighty tough and mean. So he bought a horse and saddle. They've been checking on his cattle. Now her daddy thinks they make a pretty good thing Her skin was soft as the petals of a rose. She wore cowboy boots. Cowtown is where he landed Now he's been branded And this Lone Star State Has captured his soul Stand up, I'm talking about Texas The greatest state the world has ever known You can wear your boots and hats No matter where you're at Amarilla down to the tall. Okay, boys, swing it! They went out where the blue bonnet blooms. They made up beneath that big old harvest moon. Now he's too He's pretty white and they listen to those good old Bob Wilson. Stand up I'm talking about Texas, the greatest state the world has ever known. You can wear your boots and hats, no matter where you're at, from Amarillo down to San Antonio. You can wear your boots and hat, no matter where you're at, from Amarillo down to uh-huh.
0: Stand up, I'm talking about Texas. That's Donna Anita to kick things off on this Thursday. And from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is my sidekick and partner, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby.
2: <laughs> Good morning, Gary. Welcome to uh, Campfire Cafe. I hope you have your coffee. <laughs>
0: well, I have plenty of coffee. I have plenty of coffee. <laughs> hey, I want to just uh, take a minute to thank the hundreds of people that uh, contacted me Tuesday by text and Facebook and Facebook Messenger and phone calls uh, to check on me after the terrible tornadoes that came through Nashville and Middle Tennessee. And uh, much, much appreciated. But, uh, Bobby, I was getting messages from around the world, and, of course, your fine husband, Jim (laughs) Bell, sent me a text yeah. message early on Tuesday to check on me. So I appreciate that so much.
2: Yes. He, he woke me with the, with the uh, dramatic news. And so of course we were, you know, you're our guy, you're our national guy. <laughs> so, And we know uh, we have so many other friends and in this, you know, in this business, we know that we, we know people that will also have connections, deep connections in this area. So, um, all on our hearts
0: well that's very much appreciated and the tornadoes that came through it was about 1230 on Tuesday morning and uh, while most of us were asleep uh, that that tornado came through and it uh, it hit Nashville and it hit Mount Juliet and it hit uh, Lebanon Tennessee and hardest hit area was in Putnam County, which is Cookville, Tennessee. And they they had uh, the greatest loss of life there. They lost 18 lives in, in uh, Putnam County. And, uh, and in the state, we lost a total of 25 people. And uh, so the devastation is horrible just everywhere. I think it started out as an EF two and hit Nashville, maybe as an EF three. And then by the time that thing traveled and Bobby, that thing traveled over 50 miles on the ground. I mean, it, you know, tornadoes usually travel a few miles and they lift back up and they, you know, land somewhere else. Right. But this thing, this thing actually traveled 50 miles on the ground and um
3: wow.
0: so the devastation is just horrible and the and the cleanup as you might imagine continues and it probably will uh for a long time and uh uh many many areas just the houses are just completely devastated they're gone the foundations are gone the entire houses are gone and uh so it's really rough so i i do want to make mention that if any of our listeners would like to contribute to uh, any of the relief efforts, they can do that by going to the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, and I think their website is cfmt.org, cfmt.org. And uh, And you could go there, and you can make your contributions if you'd like to help. With the relief efforts, and it's uh, you know it's one one airport which is just a little private airport, um, not too far from BNA in Nashville, the main airport, did 90 million dollars worth of damage to that that airport, yeah. and that that does oh. not include that does not include any of the 93 planes that were oh, on the ground. God. Yeah, I mean oh, it's it's. They they don't have a dollar figure on this thing yet, and uh, the National Weather Service is still trying to get to some areas. It's just not been safe for them to get to some areas to try to determine the total strength of this tornado as it traveled through. But uh, anyway, Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, org if you would like to contribute to the relief efforts but um, again thanks for so many people that reached out to me on Tuesday but uh, we have to change topics a little bit we have a fantastic show lined up today who's joining us
2: we have Matt Robertson standing by for our campfire cafe show and then who have we got in the second hour Gary
0: Well, Kathy Moss, uh, with her guest, Valerie O'Day, I hope I pronounced Valerie's last name right, will be joining us. And and then we'll be followed by uh, Jim McGarvey, the past national chairman with Backcountry Horsemen of America. And all that's coming up in the second hour of the show on Saddle Up America. So we have a fun show. Uh, We really look forward to talking with Matt and sharing music from his new CD, and uh, we're going to do that right after we play a great song from the CD. And the name of the CD is Bronx Star. The song is Rodeo Hand. When we come back, we'll be talking with Matt Robertson.
4: He's got 10 broken bones and 20 broken hearts From life as a rodeo hand started out small and he shot for the big time But things didn't go like he planned He was paid to eat or paid to ride He couldn't do both but he tried One by one the ladies left him for better If he said he's better off, well he lied Now he's old and he's tired and he's lonely Hell goes to town for a haircut just so he can feel The touch of a woman who will listen to the tales Of a worn-out old rodeo hand His coffee is bitter and it's black as the night Where the cigarettes burn as he waits for daylight fighting the urge to go lay in that bed it's cold and it's hard like his heart in his head and he's old and he's tired and he's lonely as hell goes to town for a haircut just so he can feel the touch of a woman who will listen to the tale of a worn out old rodeo hand a glimmer of greatness and he grasped it the fame back in 76 he was all too tame spent his winnings on the diamond that he bet she's still wearing now he's waiting on daylight just smoking and swearing and he's old and he's tired and he's lonely as hell goes to town for a haircut just so he can feel the touch of a woman who will listen to the tale of a worn out old rodeo hand. And he's old and he's tired and he's lonely as hell. Goes to town for a haircut just so he can feel. The touch of a woman who will listen to the tale of a worn out old rodeo hand. Oh, the touch of a woman who will listen to the tale of a worn out old rodeo hand.
2: Rodeo Hand. Welcome back to Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Rodeo Hand by today's guest, Matt Robertson from his new C D Bronk Star. Matt Robertson is a cowboy singer songwriter whose music has been received with praise not only by cowboys living their dreams, but by Western folks in any walk of life searching for music that is pure and true to the human spirit. Born and raised in Wyoming, now living in Alberta, Canada, Matt has been riding and playing his music for over 20 years. Riding pasture, ranch work, starting colts, shoeing horses, and competing in ranch rodeos keeps him close to the Western culture he loves. Matt's live performances are highly anticipated at venues large and small in Canada and here in the West. With four acclaimed CDs under his belt, he's just released number five, Bronc Star. Please welcome the Campfire Cafe, a working cowboy who enjoys sharing his music with his gracious fans all across the West, Matt Robertson. Welcome, Matt.
5: <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you
0: today? I'm glad that you're safe. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. But uh, So I understand, you know, you're living in Alberta now, but I understand you're uh, kind of a snowbird right now. You're calling in from Arizona, aren't you? Yeah, that's right.
5: Yeah, we came down here the first part of December and never left, so we've got to be back <laughs> to work April 1st, and we'll hopefully... Be heading out here in a couple of weeks. Head back north.
0: I I just am, am amazed at how intelligent you are to head for Arizona during this time of the year, because I think it's not quite the same kind of weather up in Alberta as it would be down in Arizona. No, that's for sure. You know, like like Bobby mentioned, I grew up in Wyoming, and
5: um, I always wanted to come down to Arizona. I didn't ever like wintertime, and I ended up in Canada. So now, <laughs> two 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 years ago, we came down here and, and did the same sort of thing. And so, uh, last year didn't work out. But so, it's, a guy can get kind of addicted to this sunshine. That's for
0: sure. I'm <laughs> telling you.
2: I'm telling you.
0: I don't know how many.
2: Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, it is. I
2: was going to say, yeah, December through March, what a nice respite for you.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, guys got to always kind of hustle trying to make it work and stay busy, but it's, it's been fun, so for yeah. sure. I,
0: I don't know how many friends I have that um, that head for Arizona you know they go to Tucson and Phoenix and and uh they they're just snowbirds you know they come from mm-hmm. Tennessee and the Missouri Missouri and all all kinds of places take their horses out there and spend the uh spend the worst part of the winter uh riding out there so
5: uh, yeah
3: well, i know,
0: run
5: into people from everywhere out here you know Tennessee and Wisconsin and Canada and i mean there's people from all over the place
0: a lot of smart people a lot of smart people out there <laughs> that had warmer weather. So we've, we we yeah. we got you know a lot of people think of Florida as the place for snowbirds but I've just about decided Arizona is the is the place for oh, that. No, and, uh,
2: The southwest is South and uh, New Mexico too. Southwest is very popular.
0: <laughs> it's yes. very popular. It is very popular. Well, you're heading back and uh it's it's. I think it's been a couple of years since you were on the show. Um, I know that uh, the last time we had you on, you were on the top of a hill in Alberta with your horse and your dog calling in so you could get reception.
5: And right.
0: uh, we're using your horse to shield the phone from the wind out there. So big difference this time.
5: That's right. I'm sitting in the front seat of my
0: pickup in the sunshine. The door opens. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. So when you head back home, um I think that you work with a grazing cooperative up there. Tell yes, tell sir. folks that may not be familiar with what a grazing cooperative is, what it is.
5: Um well basically it's an association um that's got a board of directors and um there's 27 patrons, or around that number of 27 patrons, which are livestock producers. Um, a lot of them are farmers that uh-huh. farm a lot, a farm big country, and then they'll have a small amount of cattle. And so every patron is allotted 70 head of um, cows and calves um, for the summer, and then. So there's a manager that that runs the grazing association. It's a big block of partly private and partly government land, lease okay. land. Okay. Somewhat somewhat like B L M would be in the United States. And right. so they hire a manager to oversee the whole operation and he in turn hires a rider to as a helpmate and that's my job. So mm-hmm. Basically, when I get home 1st of April, we'll start going around the fence. There's a lot of fence to get around. And every winter, you know, the snow piles up on the fences and stuff and tears the wire out. And you got to go fix it all and get that all ready. And then um, some other probably projects until sometime whenever the grass is ready in May, we'll start taking in cattle and we'll look after anywhere from 17 to 1900 pairs wow uh, through the summer um, this year since it's been dry the last few years it's been really dry so they had to cut the numbers back um so we won't have as many cattle this year but still be a plenty to
0: plenty to do yeah i would imagine a lot of, a lot of time in the saddle i would think yeah that's you know that's it's a good deal
5: because it's Straightly a riding job Where every morning you saddle a horse And you, that's what you're going to do Most of most of the day Is ride around and check cows And maybe have to rope some stuff And doctor them and
0: move them Or sort them or do whatever So
5: it's good
3: So,
0: so when we say You're a singer, a songwriter, and a cowboy We're not just kidding You're a singer, a songwriter, <laughs> or, uh, and a cowboy yeah. <laughs> well, okay, yeah I guess so Yeah uh, yeah, I kind of envy you the time in the saddle, but uh, maybe not as long a day as you have. I don't know. You know, yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm good for about four hours, and then you know it's time to get around the campfire and have some meat and a little glass of wine to go with it. You know, great right. uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I want to get to another song from the CD right quickly. This is one called Pro Outsider. You want to tell us about this song?
5: Yeah, um, I called it uh, Professional Outsider is the the title um, on the CD, and I was working for a guy, a family, last winter in Lethbridge. I started a bunch of colts for them, and they have a big barn, indoor barn there. I was getting ready for Elko, Nevada, um, for the Cowboy Poetry Gathering. I was going to perform there, and I... Uh-huh. um they, they have a really big heated tack room in this barn and um we were just kind of living in the house my girlfriend and i were just living in the house with these people and we just ride all day every day starting these colts and you know it's kind of a special thing what we do is because my job is seasonal and in the wintertime you have to find something else to do so we're you know, that's why I've come to Arizona Or we had this other job riding these colts And we were kind of like gypsies, you know And so <laughs> um, I I wrote the song for, And I guess the song really speaks to What drives people like myself and others To live the lifestyle that we do it's, You know, you're kind of an outsider to You know, and there's nothing wrong with people who have a nine to five job and security and and all that. That's for them and and maybe someday I will appreciate that more. But (laughs) until then (laughs) until then I'm you know, I'm a professional outsider and and the song kinda speaks to why that is and how that feels. So I was really proud of that song. Um, I'm glad.
0: Yeah, it's a great song. It's Professional Outsider. It's from the CD, Bronx Star. We're talking with Matt Robertson today on the Campfire Cafe.
4: Three whole hours of sleep And I must be insane 16 hours spent looking down this horse's mane Shipping would be easier if we weren't hunting stray I'm just about plumb worn out and counting down the days The storm's building, I can feel it in my scars Last night I dreamed an angel danced with me beneath the stars Morning, I woke up I'm feeling slow and old. The fog and heavy frost, and late October's turning cold. I offer up a nine to five security and grind. It might sound good to you, but it won't do for my kind. Hard twist drifter. Manic born to dream professional outsider Gypsy King and Queen I'd be off to Arizona but my diesel just won't crank. I got paid for overtime but well, I could buy the bank Funny as it sounds Money never needed me Freedom is its own reward And it ain't hard to see The God is an artist His country is his mold And it casts a class of people More valuable than gold The ranches are the kingdom The horse, the common ground The saddle is the throne Where the royalty is crowned I offer up a nine to five Security and grind It might sound good to you But it won't do for my kind Hard twist drifter Romantic born To dream Professional outsider and offer up A nine to five Security and grind It might sound Good to you But it won't do for my kind Hard twist drifter Romantic Born to dream Professional Outsider Gypsy King and Queen
2: Professional Outsider From Matt Robertson's new CD Rockstar, that's a that is a wow. That is such a beautiful song, Matt. The lyric and the music is—you uh, would really take us on a journey with you. And um, wow, makes me want to go do that life. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Thank you, very Yeah, much. absolutely beautiful. You often um, you often play at Elko and some of the other major festivals. Um, what's what's special about those about those gatherings?
5: oh you know um i just really enjoy the crowd uh people are there to to listen and to try to relate with the music and um and then also the other performers you know there's so much talent out there i always feel like i'm probably bottom on the list you know i just kind of uh um I just kind of play and sing and write, try to write some songs and I don't have any, prof- I'm not a professional at at it, you know, but I've been doing it a long time. And, and when people actually come up and they relate with your songs and they actually listen to the words and they have a story or something that it really fulfills my drive to keep doing what I'm doing and it. That's what makes it worth it. You know,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when did you first, um, Pick up a guitar and pick up a pen. What's your musical legacy?
5: Oh, well, I always kind of make a joke. Um, I started writing songs, actually, before I learned how to play the guitar. Um, When I was a kid, from about the time I was about nine years old until I left home, my mom and dad always had a milk cow or two, and that was, you know, how you, before school and after school, every day you'd have to milk a couple of cows or at least one. And if you've ever strained through the dullness of milking a cow, you have to entertain yourself. And so (laughs) I would sing, I would always sing songs, you know, and then when I I got older, um, I started making up my own songs, you know, and so then I'd, uh I'd make up my own lyrics and, and then when I was about 16, um my dad he played the guitar and sang and um I picked up the guitar and he showed me how to play it and so everything just kind of went from there.
2: Yeah. What uh was a was music uh, played a lot in 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 your home or or who who were some of the early musical influences that you enjoyed?
5: Um you know when I was a kid my uncle lived in northern bc and he's very he's a songwriter and he loves music and stuff and he started sending down these tapes to this guy named ian tyson <laughs> uh, this, is, this, this is like 1985
2: yeah yeah you
5: know and no <laughs> nobody of course nobody had the internet or anything like that nobody knew who ian tyson was as a cowboy singer and so we would listen to him you know, ever since I can remember, and just the, you know, like his Casey Tibbs song and uh, all the songs that he wrote and sang had so much picture to him, so much story, and yeah. so that was a huge influence at that time in my life to, you know, to try to write something where someone could visualize what is actually happening, and and so that him and then uh, my dad. He had a pile of records, Red Steagle and uh-huh. uh, Don Williams, guys like that. Like, just I grew up listening to that stuff. So. Mhm,
6: mhm.
2: So, did you ever imagine you would meet um, Mr. Ian Tyson?
5: <laughs> not really, not in a million years. You know, um, it's been pretty cool to be around Elko and stuff where he's at, and
3: of course yeah.
5: we don't. We don't go out to dinner or anything, but I mean we have met stuff like that so <laughs>
2: were you were you at Elko, uh what year was that now twenty last year uh twenty nineteen was just last year with the with the tribute um concert with Ian
5: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I actually got to see the video of it I didn't get to make it into the concert, but I was there behind okay. the door so <laughs> That was awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, you uh you just mentioned this song about Casey Tibbs and and uh, we were talking before the show started today is actually Casey Tibbs' birthday. And uh, you've yeah. done a great you've done a great song called Tibbs. How did you come to write this one?
4: Um
0: actually there's a movie that
5: they put out um Pretty recently, actually, it's called Floating Horses, and it's about the life and story of Casey Tibbs. And my dad got the DVD, and so I went over there one night and watched it. And next day, I think I just wrote that song. I just it just came out. It was one of those songs that just kind of fell out into my lap. And um I've always, you know, known a lot about Casey Tibbs. And of course, I was a Sal Brown for quite a long time, and I love that part of the Western
0: life And so
5: the song just sort of fell into my lap <laughs>
0: Well, that's pretty cool Well, let's listen to Tibbs Come back and talk more with Matt Robertson In just a minute on the Campfire Cafe
4: Out of the shoot like he's out of his mind Living his life like he's running out of time Slippin' through his fingers like an old bronc rain Throwin' caution into the wind and pick it up for another spin He's born a poor boy, we all know his name Never knew he was poor till he left home Never went hungry till he rode rodeoed South Dakota kid found his stride. The old Missouri's deep and strong. Some lifetimes just ain't very long, and I wish I could have been there to see you ride. Right. A sunset in. I'm convinced some legends never die So I tip my hat to the purple in the sky Hard times make strong men It's plain the times were hard back then Creshing memories faded on front lines Too young to join the fight Casey pulled his hat down tight rode his way to the title in 49 Didn't know he was poor till he left home Never went hungry till he rodeoed A South Dakota kid Found his stride. The old Missouri's deep and strong. Some lifetimes just ain't very long, and I wish I could have been there to see you ride. Sunset. As it fades, I'm convinced some legends never die. So I tip my hat to the purple in the sky. The ground beneath the old saddle bronc's been churned a million times by the hooves and high heels of men and horses keeping time. Sunset in the Colorado sky A silhouette of Casey tips Spurring old Necktie And as it fades I'm convinced Some legends never Die So I tip my hat to the purple I tip my hat To the purple I tip my hat to the Purple, to the purple in the yeah.
0: Tibbs is the name of the song. It's from the song Star. We're talking with Matt Robertson today. And uh so Matt, do you consider yourself more of a singer songwriter or more of a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, I don't know. Every time I'm bent over shoeing a horse, I think I'm, I I ought to be more of a singer songwriter, but, um, (laughs) I, I don't know, Gary. I, I don't, you know, I'm, and this might sound foolish, but I don't ever really, you know, call myself a cowboy. I just, it's kind of the way I have always lived and grew up. And, um, so I guess you can call me a cowboy. Uh, I would really like to be a singer songwriter as well. So I don't know if we can get the whole picture going in one direction. That'd be great.
0: That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll consider you a singer songwriter because you've got some great, great, great CDs that you've done. And um, I think, I I think I, mentioned this the last time you were on the show and you probably don't remember because i think it's been a couple of years but jennifer dennison with western horseman Mm -hmm. had had been after me for months to have you on the show she said you got to get this guy on the show and uh and so we finally did and we had a great time visiting with you but um Man, we pretty pretty regularly Play songs from your other CD On the show, so You know, it's well, not really just when you're with that. us Yeah, it's not just when you're with us But you've got some great stuff out there Um But you're going back to Cowboy And you have written another song Called Range Rider Tell us about that one
4: Um Well, that song
5: accused of not writing enough love songs And, um it's sort of my attempt at, it says several things, but it's, it is a love song, um, but the whole gist of the song is, um, you know, so many times what what we do every day, it takes quite a, a good horse to pack you around and make sure that you get home safe, you know, um, when you're out running out through the holes or steep hills or something, you want a horse that's, Awake enough that he's going to take care of himself And in turn take care of you So that you get to go home at night To your loved one And and that's sort of the gist of the song Uh, That's kind of how I came up with that
0: Alright Well let's take a listen to it And we'll be back in a minute To talk more with Matt Robertson I
4: like worn-offs And bridles and this old single rig saddle A caballo with some fire When the day is through It brings me home it brings me home to you Cause I'm a range rider Underneath the western skies. I like a caballo With a fire in his eyes I'm a range rider I'm a lover too I need a fire Bringing me to you And I have a fire The swampland and the river may swallow you I need a heart that can pull me through Cause I'm a range rider beneath the western sky. I Like a goodbye, oh, with a fire in his eyes I'm a range rider I'm a lover too I need a fire Bringing me to you And I have a fire And this old single rig saddle. A goodbye, with some fire when the day's through. Cause I'm a range rider, neath the western sky. I like a goodbye, oh, with a fire in his eyes. I need a fire bringing me to you. And I have a fire bringing me to you.
0: From the CD, Bronx Star, that's Range Rider. And uh, I, for one, think you need to write more love love songs. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll get yeah, right on that. Yeah, please do, <laughs> please do. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, one time in our conversation, I'd asked how you got from Wyoming to to uh, Canada, and uh, and that was because of a woman, wasn't it? Yes, sir. And uh, and and I believe you lost your wife. That's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but. You found a new love. How did you meet That's Paige? Right. <laughs> well,
5: actually, I was riding where I work now. Um, I came just as day help. I didn't have that job yet, and uh, she was there with her mother, um, helping them gather some cows, and we met. And I just kind of tried not to talk to her and. Um, I, was, I was still you know I was still going through some stuff with losing my wife, and I would um you know just keeping to myself and stuff, but she just kind of kept popping up and she's actually a shirt designer um Ooh. and she's got her own her own business with that, and uh, it's called page nineteen twelve you can look it up, but I will she i fa- will <laughs> she, she did a Facebook thing looking for a model to model this. You know, men's shirt or whatever that she had, and I mean, uh-huh. I only had to I only had to drive about six hours to do this remodeling job, but I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then after that, we kind of hit it off, and we've been kind of together ever since. And we spend most of our time together. And if you're ever lucky enough to fall in love with someone who can be your best friend, then you know. Kind of
0: how I'm feeling, so it's pretty good. Well, I think that is pretty good. I think that is pretty special. And and she's a pretty good help with you with your music and your career, too, isn't she? Oh, for
5: sure. Um, one thing I kind of wanted to point out was, you know, I've always wanted to do a, an album of just me and my guitar. Um, yeah. And so... I've made a lot of or I've made a few albums where I'd go to the studio and and for me just my personality that studio can really suck the emotion or connectivity out of me because I'm trying to keep up with the metronome and I'm trying to do everything perfect and then and the producer he wants to kind of change this song and change that song and change a little bit here and by the time I'm done I'm never really happy with what I've done and I always wanted to sit down and do one, and I had the equipment at home, and I she drilled on me, you gotta get on that, you gotta get on that, you know, and I didn't believe in myself enough, and by golly, when I got done with it, and we got it mastered, and listened to it, I thought, you know, I did it, I, I'm i so proud of that mm-hmm. album, Bronx mm-hmm. Star, because it's just, it's just me, and my guitar, and I'm playing into one microphone, and you know, I really hope people like it. I really enjoy it. And if it wasn't for her pushing me to believe in myself, I never would have actually done it. So I'm pretty, that's how, that's how that works
0: with us. So that's pretty cool, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty special. I think that is pretty special. Well, I want to get to another song. Our time's starting to run out, and I've got more music I want to play from the CD. And this is one called Soft Place. You want to tell us how you came to write this one? Oh. Um, Well, my
5: dad he called me one day and he said hey you know remember this old timer Um, for whatever reason he he always used the term soft place to land and whether that was getting bucked off a horse or you know thinking about maybe (laughs) a girl or whatever you know Uh uh, I thought you know what that is a pretty good hook and it's one of those songs too I just sat down and and it flopped into my lap And um, I think it's a pretty good song So I'm glad you're going to play that one
0: <laughs> It's a pretty good song This is Soft Place from the City Bronx Star We're talking with Matt Robertson We'll be right back
4: And he's out there tonight Bucking around in a one horse town Got their own good one not much chance of coming down He's got the finals made If he could win another grand A good bronc rider Looking for a soft place to land Anything from home The cactus and the rocks And the wild horses Learn to ride the ones that buck And head for the timber line And tracking his old man You better bear down, boy Or look for a soft place to land Wild horses, feather bed A woman's arms where you find rest but there's a certain place Makes makes cowhands feel so blessed. It comes a time when the game calls your hand When the chips are down You look for a soft place to land And he dreams of her His angel of the west A house outside of town Man, those times were the best He had a riding job for a twisted boss and said work never killed a man Bone-tired and lonesome Looking for a soft place to land and Wild horses, feather beds A woman's arms, where you find rest There's a certain place Make a cowhand feel so blessed. There comes a time when the game calls your hand. When the chips are down, you look for a soft place to land. old truck is all dust, rust, and wire He's all crippled up They all say he should retire But a cowboy's life is the only life he'll ever understand Another old timer looking for a soft place to land Wild horses, feather bats A woman's arms where you find rest There's a certain place That makes a cowhand feel so blessed Comes a time when the game calls your hand Comes a time when the game calls your hand When the chips are down For a soft place to land When the chips are down You look for a soft place to land
2: Matt Robertson, Soft Place From his new CD, Bronx Star And as you saw, Matt um, when I asked about this CD, I think Paige told me it was all sold out at the moment. So I know it was just released in last November. We were so fortunate to get some MP3 files, but I'm looking forward to having the the hard copy in my hand.
5: <laughs> yeah, we're working on getting some more made. It um, snuck up on us. We ran out, and then it didn't have or ducks in a row but we're working on it
2: (laughs) yeah but congratulations I think this is you've got a winner on your hands and I would imagine that once DJs get it you're going to get a lot of airplay so
5: well um, thank you
2: yeah it's it's just it's wonderful when you uh, when you're writing a song um, is it sort of in your head do you get it down on paper do you hum it into the phone how do you keep track of your thoughts
5: oh Um, I, I don't know. I, a lot of times, you know, um, I've been, I've been thinking about this quite a bit because I don't write as much as I used to. And, uh, my most creative time is, um, you know, in the middle of the day. And a lot of times I'm working and I can't sit down and grab my guitar and stuff. But, um, if I could sit down and I have an idea, if I could sit down you know, with a cup of coffee around noon, and just play till two or three in the afternoon. You know, a lot of times that's when my my thoughts are. I don't know why, but they're together, and I can write write a song. A lot of times, I don't necessarily even write it down. It just kind of goes into my head,
2: but um, well.
5: that's kind of how it works for me, I guess. <laughs>
2: Do you work on kind of one at a time or are there just all kinds of ideas flowing around that you that you grab at and start with? Yeah, I mean, sometimes
5: like the Casey Tibbs song, it just kind of happened and um, there is a couple of lines in Soft Place to Land that I had been trying to write a song around for years and, and never would work, so I just stole that and put it in the song and it seemed to work good, so there's yeah. always, you know, there's always different ways, but, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to that, so.
2: <laughs> Gary, are you going to play, uh, is there time to play one more before we well, close we're out?
0: Well, we're, we're starting to run out of time, and I want people to know how they can get hold of, uh, of the CDs and how they can follow his tour schedule. So, Matt, you got a website and a Facebook page and any other social yes. media people can follow you?
5: Yeah, um, my website is. I mean, you got to pack it at lunch to type it out, but it's
7: Matt Robertson <laughs>
5: Cowboy Music. It's MattRobertsonCowboyMusic.com, and all right. and if you can get all that down on one line and then press enter, you'll get to my website, and uh, <laughs> there's you can download any digital stuff or or um, put an order in for to purchase the albums. Like uh, Bobby Jean said, there's um, no there's no Bronx Star CDs at the very moment. We're working on getting some more made. Um, Facebook, I have a Facebook page. I do have Instagram page. Runs that. I don't. I've never actually been on Instagram, but apparently it's very cool because people spend days on it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, iTunes. Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. You can get it on there too. But um,
2: yeah,
0: That's basically. So, so you can find it, and it's mattrobertsoncowboy.com. Music, no, cowboy music. Cowboymusic.com. Yeah, com. yeah, uh-huh. yeah
5: mattrobertsoncowboymusic.com.
0: Yeah, that is a that is a mouthful, but it's worth it's worth writing and typing all that out so matt robertson <laughs> com and you can uh you can get his music through any of the normal download channels and uh and i think if i were folks you want to have this cd so i believe i'd go to the website and just get on a waiting list or something because the cd is definitely definitely worth having well, Matt, you have been a wonderful guest. Let's not wait a couple of years to have you come back again.
5: <laughs>
0: okay. i have to get busy writing, and
5: I sure appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Well, you have been a great guest. Love having you with us. And we're going to close out this segment of the show with your great song. Called, this is a little different. This is called Rebel Child. How would you write this one?
5: Oh, man. I I started writing that song a long time ago, but – um. It's, clearly When I was younger, and I, I don't know. I think a lot of people can relate. But about the time I learned to drive and got my license and stuff, I, I never got in trouble, but I sure did kind of want to, you know. And I <laughs> had this, <laughs> re, I had a rebellious streak in me. And anyway, so that's kind of what where that song started. And then I don't know, why it. It came out the way it did, but that's basically I don't know what to say about it. I it's called Rebel Child and I,
0: I was sort of a rebel <laughs>
5: child but All
0: right. quite. Well, We're we're, <laughs> we're gonna play this song, it's a little bit different and uh we've been talking with Matt Robertson. You have been great, Matt. Thanks so much. Thank you. You
5: guys
4: have a good day. You too. I'm a walking, talking witness to the depth of God's forgiveness, though my mother didn't raise no hellish child. No, I really ain't no hellion, but I went through some rebellion, driving worn-out reservation cars and running wild. There are few who understand the true measure of a man, ain't in all the money that you earn, and I gun when I start having fun Maybe I just couldn't wait my turn My whole life has been a wild west show Got my pack by the railroad track To waiting to hear that whistle blow I can't have Got my saddle on my back, the only thing that I lack is the sense a modern man might need. And his boots ain't meant for walking instead of driving by, gawking, maybe stopping, give a ride to a dying breeze. My whole life's been a Wild West show. Got my pack by the railroad track, just waiting to hear that whistle blow. Can't hang around too long Get your piece of the Wild West And I'll be gone There is every kind of steed That goes every kind of speed I'd rather ride before I'll walk And if I write a song And you think it's way too long Just realize I'd rather sing Before I'll talk My whole life's been a wild west show Got my pack by the railroad track Just waiting to hear that whistle blow I can't hang around too long It's your Wild West now be gone. My mama, well, she's still so proud of me. You know, the apple never falls.
0: It's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Kathy Kathy Boss, Valerie O'Day, and Jim McGarvey with Backcountry Horsemen of America. Stay with us on Equestrian Legacy Radio's Saddle Up America. Green on
6: green makes black and blue Wouldn't ride that horse if I were you It's like walking, walking on, on a hot tight wire Dynamite too close to fire Today you might get off scot-free But chances are eventually He'll go up,
7: you come down
6: That's when you'll understand this song I can't tell you what to do But green on green makes black and blue Force, if I were you, he is your first, and he's only two. Haven't you heard? Take my word. Real green. green makes black and blue. It's like walking on a hot tight wire Dynamite too close to fire Today you might get off dock free But chances are eventually You go up, you come down That's when you'll understand this song I can't tell you what to do But green on green makes black and blue
0: And join me again as our co host, Miss Bobby Bell from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And we are going to be talking now with Miss Kathy Moss and Valerie O'Day. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Kathy is best known as an award winning cowboy poet. And uh, she contacted me the other day to tell me that there was a real tragedy that had taken place out in the Northwest. And we're going to have her join us now with Valerie to tell us a little bit about what that is and how we can help. Hey, Kathy.
8: Hey, Gary. It is good for you to have us on. I sure appreciate you doing that. Uh, We do have a pretty big project going on down here. Um, A lot of folks had heard about the, the big storm that came through Oregon within 24 hours. I mean, it snow dumped, and we were totally unprepared for it. Um, It ended up, the storm ended up flooding out three different counties. And so we're trying to, the people are being taken care of, the housing's being taken care of, water's being taken care of, the pets are being taken care of, but the livestock and the ranchers are kind of on the back burner, which we had Valerie step up through a program that she's been working with for the last five years. And she has taken on quite a project. (laughs) So, uh, we thought we'd reach out to folks and see if if they had help, if if they wanted to be a part of it or anything like that. And I so appreciate you having us on.
0: Well, we're glad to have you. So, so um, yeah, we always like to help out. It's kind of like the tornadoes that came through Nashville this week. Uh, volunteers yeah. stepping up. And so we are hopeful that more volunteers will help with the situation that you have out there. But but you were talking yeah. a little bit the other day when we visited about all of the mud and how, how livestock was captured in the mud and how the hay was ruined. So tell us a little bit about what the need is.
8: Yeah, they, uh, they lost about 500 tons of hay. Um, and the, the waters hit so hard they, they uh, took the, the fences out throughout the ranches. Um, And horses, they would find little containment pens, and they had like 19 head of horses on on a half an acre of property and standing in almost two foot of mud because there was no place for them to go. Um, So they started up and and, uh, trying to reuse the the fencing that was there, and they can salvage about 50%, but most of it's underneath trees, and the pastures are gone, and, and the topsoil is gone. So they... Um, it's starting to dry out now, but they can't get the, the wire and the fencing out from underneath all the mud that came through. Mm. So we, uh, yeah, it's just been kind of a, a catastrophe. We just got another phone call today and a gal had 60 head of cows that, um, she doesn't have enough hay for. So we are, uh we're down to you know what's amazing Gary and i my, my prayers go out to tennessee holy cow what a what a tough deal you guys are going through to um,
0: well and, and but, i appreciate uh, your phone call the other day to check on me you were one of the folks that called yeah. to check on me so thank you yeah but,
8: <laughs> oh yeah but they yeah, uh, yeah they um, they ended up people are just now starting to call in saying i don't know what to do i got 3 days left of feed and I don't have enough to get through. And so Valerie has been spending hours and hours and hours uh, trucking hay and finding hay and that type of stuff. And anyways.
0: Well, Valerie, how are you involved? Yeah. Valerie, how are you involved, and how can people actually help?
9: Well, I um, currently live in one of the counties that was hit by the flood. I personally wasn't affected, but – I've been working with a nonprofit for the last five years facilitating disaster relief services. So I went into this just saying, hey, how can we help? And I met with a bunch of heads and um, I asked, okay, so who's the head of the livestock? And they all kind of looked at me.
3: Wow. Wow. <laughs>
9: uh-huh. So <laughs> I went from just going, how can I help with logistics to being the entire head of a whole aspect. Um, thank and you very that much that being said it's been a fun adventure and a very quick learning curve but we can really use help with fencing I, I have a solid handle on the hay we have it coming in I have a few more people that have said that they can get it we're just working on logistics of that Right now, the primary issue is getting fencing back up so we can get these animals off of these little tiny containment pins and back out into their homes. We're running into issues where we'll look at one property and where there used to be 30 acres of lush pasture, there's now a four-foot drop that's 30 feet wide that is all just rock because all of the topsoil was washed away. Wow. Then you go down the river a little ways, and all that topsoil that was up there is now two to three feet of mud down further down the river. Wow. It it's just been catastrophic.
0: Well, these national na- natural tragedies like that, uh, uh, you know, I guess one of the things that help most is money at the right places. So, it, are, 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 do you need funds to help with, with this process and refencing and so forth?
9: Desperately. We are looking at probably an estimate of about 400 miles of fencing destroyed. We have a 50% salvation rate, and we're looking at wanting to fund to purchase at least another 100 miles of fencing.
0: Wow. We can. Wow.
9: Those, we have a. Uh, Pacific Northwest Livestock Flood Relief uh, auction that we're kicking off as a fundraiser. That will be via Facebook um, and Kathy can give you more information on that.
8: Okay. Yeah, Gary, on that particular thing, um, if there's folks that would like to donate, you know, like I'm going to throw in my, my uh, trilogy of books as simple as that to a uh, dinner or you know, whatever they want to donate or offer for the, the livestock or for the auction itself. Uh, Carla pool has, is a fabulous volunteer and doing uh, Facebook auctions for emergency funds. And, and she, she told me she would be thrilled to do this and it should be up and we'll be accepting, uh, donations this evening. It's called the Pacific Northwest livestock flood relief, um, auction, um, so I'm I'm pretty pretty tickled and, and honored that she would take that on. You know, it takes a village to make things like this happen, and and uh, there's so many great people out there that volunteer when when there's catastrophes like this, and you just can't thank everybody enough for sure.
0: Yeah, well I'm going to ask you to do this. Would you share that information on my personal Facebook page? And uh, yes, and and we'll put that up, and we'll put it on Equestrian Legacy Radio's Facebook page. And I bet Bobby Jean will share it with hers and and uh, some of the other pages that she manages as well. But uh, yes,
2: and I and i um, Kathy. I would like to know specifically how to send items that could be part of that auction. So if you can okay um, give give me that, um, I'd I'd like to get some things from Out West uh, shipped as quickly as possible.
8: Oh, well, you know, Bobby, it's really, really easy um, to do because you'll just take a picture of what you'd like to donate and you'll post it on Facebook and say oh, shipper or um,
2: oh so okay, that
8: anybody anywhere can can donate. And then once the funds are received, then we'll contact you and say payment uh, receipt, and then, ship it. Oh, that, and then yeah. you ship it. That's um, fantastic. So it, and that way... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it, it. You know, it's so great. Um, I, I do an awful lot of. I support an awful lot of these because there's just so much going on around this world that, if I can, do a little extra for for a few of these projects, you know, then then uh, I I feel pretty good about myself. But uh, just trying to help out some way somehow.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: Have you mm-hmm. set up okay. a,
0: Have you set up a GoFundMe account anywhere that people could contribute to?
9: We have not set up specifically GoFundMe. We do have just a straight fundraiser open on our uh, nonprofit Facebook page, which is Emergency Equipment Solutions. Okay. Um, and you can donate directly onto our page. Um, we chose not to go with the GoFundMe route simply because with Facebook there's no fees involved at all because right. we are a nonprofit. And they automatically generate a receipt to the donor for the nonprofit donation.
0: Okay. Well, why don't you share that to my Facebook page as well? Yeah, share that to my Facebook page as well, and uh, and we'll try okay. to get the word out about that as well. And we do have quite a few uh, performers and entertainers that listen to the show, and uh, it'd be pretty cool if they would uh, contribute some CDs or some things to to help raise money for this as well. So.
8: Yeah, just that would be that, that would be really great.
0: Just <laughs> thought I'd mention that. Just thought I'd mention that. Well, listen, both of you ladies are doing some great work. I appreciate you contacting me to tell me about this. We just had not seen anything at all on social media or in the news about the need, and uh, and there's definitely a need, and people that are willing to help. So, good yeah, luck. Yeah, and I with so appreciate
8: effort. you doing that.
0: Well, you're very, very welcome. Thank you. you are very, very welcome. So I hope you get some good response from this and from sharing on Facebook. And um Kathy Moss is a fantastic poet. And we're gonna we're we're gonna visit with Mr. Jim McGarvey in just a minute. Ladies, thanks for being with us. But we're gonna we're gonna listen to one of Kathy's great poems, and it's called Jingler. I couldn't let you get away without doing one of your poems, Kathy.
8: (laughs) Thank you, Gary. I appreciate
0: it. All right. So let's take a listen to Jingler. It's Kathy Moss. She and Valerie have been visiting with us to tell about this great need that they have out in the Oregon area. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Mr. Jim McGarvey on Saddle Up America. Take care. Take care.
3: Thank you very much, Gary.
8: When I was a youngster, I can remember the sound of the jingler's hoofbeats as they hit upon the ground. They'd leave in the morning before dawn of light, listening for the remuda, whose bell jingles in the night. With the night as thick as soup, no moon to show the way, that jingler would have the remuda in by the break of day. So listen for that bell, jingler. Can you hear it ring? Listen for that bell so the remuda home you'll bring. Now I would lay and listen anxiously as time ticked by for the faintest sound of horses or a wrangler's cry. Then quietly in the distance, a rumbling thunder sound as their hard hooves hit upon the solid, dusty ground. The closer in they came, the mystic rhythm of horses, phantoms with no name. A tingle crawled my spine. It ran clear through as I stared into the darkness to maybe see one or two. With a wrangler's cry of horses as the jingler brought the herd, so through the dark of mornin', the horses could be heard. For that bell horse of the remuda who makes the jingle sound, so through the dark of mornin', those horses could be found. Now I may have left that lifestyle to see what I'd become, but I can still hear the jingler. Before the break of sun. And I can hear him jingle before the dawn of light. Listening for the remuda. Whose bell jingles in the night. With the night as thick as soup. No moon to show the way. That jingler would have the remuda in. By the break of day. So listen for that bell, jingler. Can you hear it ring? Listen for that bell so the remuda home you'll bring. May you always hear that bell to tell you where they roam, and forever jingle them horses and bring them all home.
0: Well, that's Kathy Moss and her great poem, Jingler. And uh, now it's time for Mr. Jim McGarvey with the past National Chairman of Backcountry Horsemen of America, and we're happy to talk with Jim today. And, uh, hey, Jim, how are you doing?
7: Uh, doing great, Gary. Thank you. Good to be on the show today. Thank you.
0: Good to have you. And uh, and Bobby is hanging with us today. She's usually not on with you. So that's kind of a yeah. special Yeah, hey, time. Jim. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Bobby. All been right. a long
2: time, Jim. Hey, yes. good, to, good yes. to have you on.
0: Sure is good to be here. Thank you. Well, Jim, you're usually on the show with uh, some very, very interesting guests. Yeah, yeah, And and you are recovering from a knee replacement surgery, aren't you?
7: Yes, uh about yes it is. And it it's a bigger deal than I had imagined as far as getting uh, you know, recovery or re, you know, cure getting over it. Um, so we gotta take slip steps slow and sideways and uh take my medicine on time. And uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of a big deal. Let anybody do it if you need to do it. But my my knees um, started uh, my knee started hurting last fall, and it was ah, uh, so, uh, you know, what the heck. But what it was funny was um, was we were riding horses, and it came in on um, on an afternoon at Hard Labor Creek. We were out there for the weekend, and I said, boy, my knee is really hurting, and so I got off and I couldn't even get in the couldn't even get in the saddle the next morning because I couldn't lift my knee up, and it was uh, found out about it. it was because of the uh, knee. Uh, I a new new knee replacement, and um, so found out about that on a horse. <laughs> so sitting, well. Sitting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting
0: because you talked to me a few days after the knee replacement surgery, and oh, this was pretty easy. This wasn't too bad, and no, no, no. then, the, and then the next thing I know, he's in bed and he's he can well, he's well, he tried recovery from his uh, from his PT.
7: Well, it was the uh, well the uh, when I talked to you how it wasn't so bad. That was because the medicine they gave you, the pain relief medicine, was still in effect. They got this kind that works for 48 hours,
3: and then uh-huh. it's like somebody
7: flips, somebody flips a switch. Say, okay, you're done, and oh my God! No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yes, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: pain meds, pain meds can be wonderful at times. Pain meds it's, can uh, be yes,
7: wonderful. Yes, yeah,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah. So how are you doing now?
7: Oh, uh, really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in my uh my chair here with a pillow on my legs but um um uh, doing doing fine haven't been out and about much but uh looking forward to well i'm not sure when i can get on a horse again but it'll be when i can <clears throat> lift my foot up in there but you have to do physical therapy um every other morning uh, we go to the pt physical therapy place here in town and Boy, uh, I I tell my guy that he's like, you know, the Marine drill instructor. You are going to get this done, and I don't care. <laughs> so it's, uh, but yeah, it's the right thing for him to do. But my oh man, it's uh, geez. So,
0: <laughs> so Bobby, Bobby is not as old as we are. She has not had anything replaced yet. Have you, Bobby? <laughs>
2: Uh, let's let's see. Replaced? Uh, no, I've, I've not had I've not had anything replaced. Um, but you know what they say? They're they're learning more and more now about a sitting. You know, they say now is like almost as bad as smoking for you. And most oh, all yeah. of my life, I've been very very active and on my feet all day long. And since we moved to New Mexico, I'm I'm um, I'm sitting a great deal and my knees which never really had gave me a problem even standing you know working in retail and just being on my feet all the time now i i'm sitting and and my body is not happy i mean it's it's making noises and creaking in ways that it never really did <laughs> so i'm uh i'm putting a little uh, wonderful cream on my knees when i get up in the morning and i'm i'm trying to um move around a bit more and Jim and I are taking a a walk every day and just trying to do some things. But, you know, we don't realize really when everything's going along just fine, you know, we don't really realize how quickly it can change. Right.
0: (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, you know, Jim, one of the things that happens with horse people is that, uh, uh, quite often we have aches and pains and uh you know if if i've been out riding for four or five hours out on a trail somewhere oh yeah uh, my my body's a little bit tired and sore and yeah uh, i
3: know
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's it's kind of a, a nice time to be able to sit back around the campfire and and have a steak and drink a glass of wine or something and recuperate just a little bit but yes, uh for
7: medicinal purposes. Have that wine for medicinal purposes. For oh, yes. medicinal
0: purposes. Yes. And a, yes. and a red wine is great for the heart, they say. So that's that it is and yes. dark
2: chocolate. And dark chocolate. Yeah. Have a yeah. little dark yeah. chocolate also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dark
0: chocolate. Dark dark chocolate. You're yes. right. Dark that's chocolate. that's mm-hmm. the one that works. Yep. So, you know, we talk a lot about backcountry horsemen of Eric and everything that's going on across the country. Um but do you have any recommendations for folks that are horseback riding that are just out and any kind of exercises maybe that would help people as they're riding
7: oh i mean just uh the very occasional rider yeah yeah yeah
0: you know Uh, just a weekend trail rider or something
7: well the uh i think one thing to do and it whether i don't know it may be help cause uh uh, having knee problems, but I know that being able to get in rhythm with your horse uh, you know, kind of um, uh, as your horse, well it depends on the gait of your horse, but to get in sync with the gait of your horse so that you're that you're part of the horse and not bouncing against it, you know, your fanny bouncing against the saddle because you're not in sync with the horse so I think a yeah. lot of new people they, they don't realize all the different gaits there are and what gait fits their horse, but if you can have an experienced horse person kind of explain to you or show you how to ride this kind of horse. Uh, I think that helps. Uh, and also gives you um, those first impressions as whether you're ever going to ride a horse again. You know, oh, no, I've had my one time and that's it, you know. Yeah, so I think yeah. if you have a good experience uh, with with some experienced folks, um, I think that helps a lot. Um, it's, uh, you know, a lot lot goes in the not only well, of course riding a horse but owning a horse. There's the expense, but there's also the uh the upkeep, the medicines, the, you know, the feeding at the right times and when you're gone have somebody feed your horses or horse and so but it's uh um it's the uh it's a well I think it's a great hobby, a uh, great hobby. I remember we had a, a couple of years ago in at the state capitol in Atlanta, uh, the the um they had the 4-H horse. Um, it was just the 4-H horse people. It was like their day uh, to go around the Capitol, the kids and everything, parents and uh, troop leaders and that. I mean, there were so many kids. I don't know that many in Georgia that and 4-H horse people, but but you went through and you got to see the you know legislative building and 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 legislature was in in uh, in progress then at that time. And so we went to lunch. Uh, they had a um, lunch bag, kind of lunch for everybody. Uh, and so we were in this kind of building nearby that was, just had tables. And the governor came in to say hello to all the kids. And he thought that having a horse or growing up with a horse uh, was such a great way to raise a kid because it taught them you know, the, the necessary to get up and feed, responsibility to clean stalls, make sure they got water. It just the, the responsibilities that sort of teaches responsibilities to kids um, and I thought that was a, a, a neat insight, even though having with um, two daughters, we've been with horses since um, they're little, little, little and, right. um, uh, but it was and now uh, one daughter still has they still have several horses and um, uh, so it, it's, that, that's a nice insight, you know, it, it costs money to have a horse and that but, uh, but if you can uh, it may be more worthwhile than a four-wheeler to invest money into to help your kids yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> well, the responsibility, but it's it's better exercise
7: too. It's, it's, well, yeah, it's, sure, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you don't just ride a horse; you have to take care of your horse. You have fences that have to be put up yes. and worked on, and and all kinds of ec- feed that has to be loaded and unloaded, and hay that has to be unloaded and unloaded. So, yeah, so in bales, so, uh,
7: those light bales. Yeah, I remember yeah. my younger daughter, uh, Carrie. I don't know which grade. She was fourth or fifth grade or something. So we're out in the field. Uh, guy's name is Farmer Brown, really was Farmer Brown. And wow. he was, uh, he, so he's, the hay, had, he was baling hay right then. So as the, the, the I had uh, my you know, pickup truck plus a trailer following his baler. So as soon as the bale would come out, uh, you know, they, we'd pick it up and throw it on our trailer. And right. so uh, we're going along, and he says to my younger daughter, Carrie, he says, hey, little girly, can you lift that bale? And she picked it up and threw it completely over the trailer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Had those muscles working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we're talking about things that you can do as far as uh, aches and pains as you get a little bit older. I, I don't know about you, Jim, but when I take a horse out to, to do a trail, I, I I saddle and bridle them, but then I I uh, lunge them a little bit before I get on, yeah. And uh, you know, kind of loosen them up a little bit and calm them down a little bit. But one of the things a couple of years ago that I was reading about that I had never thought about when I was younger, but that is the fact that you kind of need to do the same thing for yourself. You need to kind of loosen up, so you need right, to do yeah. some stretching and and uh, yeah, uh, some other things so that that uh your body kind of loosens up so that you can sit in sync with your horse like you were talking about just a little bit ago Which,
7: yeah and and actually lunging a horse is probably a well not only getting the horse you know in the mood and the shape to to go down the trail but also uh, take a little bit of fire out of them you know just in case they want to pop around a little bit as soon as you get on and um uh, that's uh kind of a little bit of a safety image to to do some lunging ahead of time. And uh, if you've got the space out there, wherever you're playing or writing out from, but um, yeah, Yeah. big believer in that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this morning I was thinking about for the first time, uh, and part of this was because you were coming on the show today, but uh, Bobby and I talked about this earlier uh, in the first hour about the tornadoes that had come through. Uh, Nashville right. and Middle Tennessee and one of the things that I had not thought about because we've had such devastation to businesses and to homes and loss of life yeah. but it, it 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 hit me today that we have many areas that we ride in that were very likely in the paths of the tornadoes. Uh, we've got Percy Warner Park that's in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've got places back towards Lebanon. Uh, we've got uh, Cedars of Lebanon yeah. State Park. It's not too far from there. We've got areas up around Cookville and beyond. And uh, there is no doubt going to be a lot of downed trees and, and uh, uh, challenges mm-hmm with those parks and those areas that we ride. And I hadn't gotten to get in touch with yet the backcountry horsemen organizations here in Tennessee. We've got one in uh, middle Tennessee. We've got one, uh, we've got a couple up in uh, around Jamestown and we've got uh, the East Tennessee backcountry horsemen of America just off the top of my head. But this is what backcountry horsemen of America does, isn't it?
7: Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, from uh, lot, sometimes it's from uh, out west. They have the, the the raging forest fires that leave devastation and and falling trees. And uh, uh, but it is. It's it's what we do. We're not a writing club. We're a service organization uh, with the mission to keep the trails open for all. And it it that um, you, you hit a good example. It's probably a, an enormous amount of uh, uh, of damage and down just on the down trails, and uh, I'm not sure how far east. Looking at the weather, uh, they were showing you know the the damage on TV and the you know around the folks you know and homes right. and stuff, which which was enormous. Uh, so how far east the damage went into the high winds, but um, uh, whether it got. Up to the Smokies, probably not as far as the Smokies, but there's. I don't think it went uh, that
0: far. I think it went up toward uh, the Upper Cumberland area, where where Cookville, Tennessee, is, was the Cookville, hardest hit. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. But and, we uh, have a lot of, uh, lot of
0: lot of lot of riding places that are are from Nashville back up toward Cookville. and uh,
7: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see uh, uh, how backcountry horsemen may be responding to some I'll, of these areas
7: yeah i'll let you know and i haven't uh, been talked to anybody yet uh well just overnight here but uh on what who has um that's an issue probably not everybody's not even talked to each other much as they've got it close by to take care of their own places but uh yeah. that's on the, that happens um you know these storms can leave uh i remember going out and well it's chainsaws and just never getting back on the horse because you just walk along and here's another one and here's another one and here's another one. And, uh, um, yeah. So it's what we do. And then in the, in the wilderness areas where chainsaws aren't allowed, so we go in and and we do do cross. cross Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, but that's what we do. And, um, I know they've had storms, um, you know, in Oregon and, um, um, haven't heard any reports on them and and uh, some in uh, uh, some storms again in the spokane area up up that way on the edge going into uh, um, you know into to the Idaho in the national forest so in the right. park stuff, so right. Uh, right yeah it's it's somewhere always around the um, around the country. And, uh, well,
0: I guess, I guess, you know, I mentioned that because it's, you know, it's just so close to home. I, I, I You know, it's like Lebanon, Tennessee that got hit so hard is only 10 minutes from my house. And I have a daughter that right. lives in oh, uh, Juliet yeah. that was in part of it and a brother that that is in Lebanon that uh, uh, had been without power until this morning. he said, finally, Bobby, he said he got to make coffee for the first time. I I don't
2: know how you go without Coffee that day He might be cured of of the habit actually If I want that many days (laughs)
0: Either that or terrible headache I know that he told me Tuesday uh, His power was Out so he wasn't Aware of all the devastation uh, Around Them because fortunately their house Was untouched But uh, The electricity was off And so he got out and decided he'd go to a McDonald's or something, and nothing, absolutely nothing was open in the area. So, um, But again, Cedars of Lebanon is not too far away, the state park there, and they've got some great riding trails out there and, and some other areas. So really, with natural emergencies, that's part of what Backcountry Horsemen of America does. Is, is, is they yeah. they come in and help keep these trails clear and uh and come in when there are national nat- natural emergencies like the fires or the floods and and uh mm-hmm. in some cases tornadoes that have taken taken things yeah. out
7: yeah they do a lot out west when you have the uh uh the wildfires uh, we do a lot with um packing in uh for the uh for the firefighters uh because you can't get some of these places you can't get uh you know it's just a, a, a walking trail there's no four-wheel drive trails and uh, so they pack in supplies and materials uh all the way up unload go back down get another load up take it all the way up and so it, yeah we work closely with that and and in, um um yeah and then after after the fire is done to clear clear the trails again so it's uh, um, yeah, it's well, so something it's, we do. <laughs> yeah, it's something that
0: you do, and um, yeah, uh, I I know Bobby's not been on for a while with you, Bob. Bobby, you have any questions for Jim about backcountry horsemen and what they may may do? Uh,
2: no. I know that you have a The organization has a phenomenal website, and I know that um. The 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 work that y'all do is so critical today on on so many different levels and um, but I don't I wasn't I'm sorry I'm unprepared.
7: <laughs> that's all right. Well, that's all right. I think, uh, we're, uh, just I think uh, we're just proud to have well, you with us. We're just proud to have you with us. Well, one one thing that uh, we do that we don't put on a web, i guess it's not on the website so much, uh, but uh as a percentage of everything else is on it but we do spend a lot of time uh talking to our state officials uh state legislatures and um and in washington dc uh our senators and congressmen uh about the national trails i know that when i was national chairman um that uh well was for a good while national chairman of years and anyway we we uh we went up there a lot and um, uh, got to visit talking about the, we got a, the National Trails bill uh, passed through Congress, which it's of the thousands of bills that get written each year, just a very small percentage actually ever get passed um, and then signed by the president uh, still. Right. And so uh, we, got, um, we got the National Trails uh, Forest System bill. And what it did, it told the Forest Service um, to spend a, a percentage of of their finances and time on the trails, because the Forest Service had tended over over the decades to start spending more time with, uh, you know, trailheads where there's uh, uh, f- fireplaces and and uh, you know picnic tables and and those kind of things. Uh, Rather than being out on the trails, and so it it with uh, the National Trails Act, it said you got to be take care of the trails too, and uh, yeah. so that was, but it was an amazing amount of um, uh, of work. Um, the um, I know the one the well right towards the end of my tenure of being up there was when the um, remember when the the congressman got shot um, outside. Yes. Well, yes. he was one of the people we were going to see that day—an appointment <clears> to see him. And so oh, I'm wow. changing. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Cindy and I are. Cindy would go with me on some of these um, uh, visitors stuff to to, to to the Capitol and watching the news, and it's on the news, of course. Yeah, it's the guy that we're going to see. And then um, one of the fellows that actually saved another person's life by another congressman, late on, you know, covered on top of a wounded person, and that's right. uh, so a guy who could uh he was on, uh, to, to see also, but uh, he was, uh, he, he voted for our bill anyway, they, they was good, they were good about that, but it, it, um, it's, uh, it's quite interesting to be able to, to, to go to Washington to see how things operate, you know, just, you see it on the news, but it's usually kind of bad news, you know, it's what they right. didn't do, or, and, uh, but. To go up and, and see uh, uh, how our, our government works in action, that's it, one of the great benefits of being the chairman of Backcountry Horsemen over these past several years. And uh, so, Well,
0: I'm going to encourage people to go visit bcha.org, bcha.org. And if you haven't gotten involved with Backcountry Horsemen of America on a local level, you need to do that and uh, uh, visit their website. Uh, and and just get involved. You can find local chapters there, so you can get involved locally, and uh, yeah. and you can help with situations like we may be experiencing here in the mid state in Tennessee right now mm-hmm. with this uh, with these tornadoes that are going through. Jim, I'm gonna wish you well. I hope you get to feeling better, and and that the oh, yeah.
7: things are <laughs> easier
0: yeah. on you or something. You know. Yeah. So. But well,
7: uh, good, good to talk to you, Bobby. Yeah, good to talk to you both, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, a guest on next month, and uh, get back in back rolling again here. So all
0: right, well you just take care of yourself. We're going to see you in well, June at Ronda, aren't we?
7: Sure are. Already signed up. Yep, got our reservations and everything, so
0: we're ready. All right, great, great. Talks. All right, we'll talk to you uh, March. This is March already.
2: This is yes. March. Oh. Yes. Next, m- next time he'll be on is April.
7: My goodness. April. <laughs>
0: this year's this year's going by, but uh, well, it does. anyway, it we'll talk.
7: Get, it does. Older you get, the faster it goes. It's flying. Talk to you. <laughs> right.
0: All right. We'll talk to you soon.
7: Bye bye. All
0: right. Bye bye. We're listening to a song right now by uh, Carolyn Sills Combo. It's one called "Hold Your Horses." And when we come back, we'll be talking with Bobby Bell on Saddle of America. Hold your heart. Combo, Bobby Bell, this has been a fun show, and uh, both the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. Saddle Up America was a little bit different today, but how uh, much fun talking to Matt Robertson.
2: Oh, you know, isn't it delightful? Aren't we lucky people that we get to chat with these folks and ask them questions, and they're so real and authentic and they just share from their hearts. I mean, every show is like that. We're really blessed.
0: Well, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And you know, yeah. the neat thing is we we have made such good friends, you know, even though it's been all over the air uh all across mm-hmm. all across Canada and uh the United States and and even foreign countries and uh mm-hmm. but anyway he's a lot of fun and i'm glad kathy got in touch with me to talk about the disaster there in in uh, oregon and so hopefully we'll be able to help and we certainly will share their information uh on our social media as well and uh it's kind of cool you do, uh, just automatically volunteer some stuff for the auction from out oh, Yeah, west. and
2: I'll make it so simple I can just go through things and put up photos and you know so I'll 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 double check all of the you know details and make sure I do things correctly but we'll we'll definitely be happy to donate some things yeah
0: Yeah and I'll encourage anybody that might be listening out there if you've got CDs that you can send or or sometimes we even have authors that are listening so maybe books mm-hmm. or, or what have you so we, it's it's just such a nice thing to be able to pitch in and help our neighbors, whether they're right next door or miles away. and uh, And so we're grateful and happy to be able to do that. So I wanted to mention we are less than four months away from Rendezvous 2020. And uh, that is an event that we're putting on here in Tennessee at the Circle E Guest Ranch. And it's an event to raise money for the Mustang Heritage Foundation's Veterans and Mustang Program. And they work with veterans with PTSD and the Mustangs to help heal our military. And uh, such a worthwhile Event And they actually have another class that's going to start taking place uh, pretty soon. I think March 15th is the deadline, and we have posted on some of our pages. And you can go to Mustang Heritage Foundation uh, on Facebook and find out how, you. if you have a service person that uh, might be benefited by this kind of a program, an equine therapy program, you can go and visit their page and see about getting them enrolled for that. But we're going to put on this event in, uh, in Tennessee, June the 18th through the 20th. And it's a pretty doggone fantastic event, Bobby. We've got, uh, we've got trail riding on 120 miles of beautifully marked trails. We have some of the doggonest entertainment that's going to be performing for our event. And uh, uh, just found out yesterday that the Sawyer family from Texas is going to be joining us. And I know you know the Sawyers and, yeah. uh, and, and their great music. So the Sawyer family will be joining us. We've got uh, Mike and Doris Merritt, who have been on the show several times uh, not too long ago. They're coming in from Oklahoma to perform We've got Gareth that uh, is here in Nashville that is an award-winning performer. He's a great Native American flutist, but he's also a doggone good singer. And um, uh, so he's going to be performing. And then we were tickled to death to have the girls next door join us. They have performed on Hee Haw. They have performed in Vegas. They have performed on The Tonight Show. They have just had such chart-topping music on on Billboard uh, back in the 80s and 90s. And they got together for the first time about three years ago for one of our rendezvous and performed. And I'm going to tell you what. They blew the socks off of everybody. And so they have agreed to come back and have a reunion show for us on Saturday night at Rendezvous 2020. And uh, we're going to have uh, Equus Film Festival that's going to be there. They're going to be showing great documentaries. Uh, Bobby, I'm sure you've heard about the documentary Cowboys, a documentary portrait. We're going to be mm-hmm. showing that, plus many others. And uh, I think they did the premiere of Cowboys, a documentary portrait was a few months ago in Austin. And uh, so you're going to have a chance to see that right here in Tennessee with the Eccles Film Festival. Then Fred Wool, who has been on the show before, is the chairman of BLM's Wild Horse and Burro Advisory Board. He'll be joining us and doing demonstrations with his Mustangs and question and answer sessions. And then this is really cool. We are going to be auctioning off uh, some select Mustangs. Now, how often do you get to go and see America's Mustang and be able to purchase one, and uh, as well as Burroughs? So that's going to be taking place, and uh, we're going to have some great vendors that will be there, so you can do a lot of shopping. So it's it's just going to be a cool deal. And I'm probably forgetting something. Oh, America's Mustang is going to be there with their virtual reality. Uh, have you ever experienced virtual reality, Bobby?
2: Not really, no. Not really.
0: Well, <laughs> they've they've got a huge virtual reality trailer that they're going to be bringing in, and you can put these oh. goggles on, and uh-huh. uh, it uh-huh. it will feel like you are right in the middle of a herd of mustangs out on the plains.
6: Wow! Wow! And it is
0: it is so cool. So I know I'm forgetting some things, but uh, it's going to be a great weekend. And again, that's June the 18th through the 20th. People have been making reservations for months. And I talked with Circle E yesterday, and uh, all of their cabins are booked, and the campsites are starting to fill up. And then uh, the Great Western uh, hotel in Winchester, Tennessee, is the host hotel, and they've got special discounts for folks that want to come in. And those rooms are going pretty quickly, too. So, but they still had some of those available. So, check out our website at equestrianlegacy.net and in the menu bar, go to Rendezvous 2020, and you'll find out everything that's going on and when it's happening. But uh, we're getting pretty doggone excited, Bobby, about this spin,
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, and I and I'm excited about the fact that you may even come from Albuquerque. We'll we'll,
2: well see. We're, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we're working on it.
0: <laughs> All right. But um anyway, check that out and uh and uh, get involved and join us help support these people who have sacrificed so much for us uh as our servicemen and women and this is your opportunity to help give back to those folks through mustang Heritage foundations veterans and mustang therapy program so that's going to be cool that will be cool well i've shot my wad i've just said everything i have to say what have you got for any kind of closing thoughts today
2: Well, this evening on the Writer's Block Radio Show, which is another show that I co-host, we have a really interesting guest, and uh, her name is uh, Diane Grizel, and she has written a book, The Silver Disobedience Playbook, 365 Inspirations for Living and Loving Agelessly. She writes a blog, she's a model uh, with the Willamia Agency, and she's an author. I'm really looking forward to chatting with her And this is uh, something um, out of the playbook. It's called Timeless. Is there something you love to do that makes time fly by? Something that when you're doing it, you are almost startled when you hear your name or you look up at a clock and realize how much time has passed? Whatever that is, do more of it.
0: I like that. I like that. So that's L.A. Talk Radio, and it's the Writer's Block Radio Show, and uh, that's happening tonight at what time?
2: Um, Central Standard, let's see, it's um, 7 o'clock in L.A., 8 o'clock here Mountain Time, and 9 o'clock your time. (laughs) Okay. And the podcast is available minutes after the show, so you can listen, you know, anytime.
0: Okay. All right. You know, we had uh, Cowboy Joe on, not – a few months ago
2: uh-huh. uh,
0: Who was one of the stars Of Hee Haw and, and actually Hee Haw Is now available To watch on uh, Circle television That's available in about Half of the country And um, uh, Gr- Grandpa Grandpa Jones Grandpa Jones I think it,
2: Yeah I think it's Jones Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I heard him the other night, and he had this question for one of the guests that was on the show. And the question is this. What do you call a man who is opposed to birth control? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Daddy? (laughs)
2: There you go. (laughs) I was going to say sugar daddy, because he probably would have a lot of them, but...
0: (laughs) oh uh, gosh anyway that, that was cute well listen we've enjoyed having everybody tune in today on the uh, Question Legacy Radio Network to l- join us for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America we will be back next Thursday and uh, that starts at noon central standard time with the Campfire Cafe who's our guest next
7: week
2: uh, next week we continue our tipping our hats to the Canadians and Ryan Fritz will be on with us on Campfire Cafe
0: All right, so Ryan's got some great music. We look forward to talking with him. And then on Saddle Up America, since it is the second Thursday of the month, our good friend Mr. Robert Eversole will be joining us with some great trail tips. And uh, he's busy right now doing some clinics and expos. We look forward to catching up with him. But that all starts at noon Central Standard Time at equestrianlegacy.net. So, Bobby, I'm going to close the show today with a great song from the girls next door that I pulled out of our archives. And this is a song called Made in America. You can see the girls next door at Rendezvous 2020. And uh, we're going to take a listen to that. And again, we want to thank everyone for joining us today on Equestrian Legacy Radio.